Hey, boo. Welcome to the My Mustard Seed Faith podcast. It's your host, Tamika Renee. If you are new here, welcome. I'm so glad you are here. Trust me when I tell you, today you pulled up at the right time. Your soul will be blessed. Through this ministry, through this podcast, my aim is to boldly inspire, empower, and equip you to live an uncommon faith-driven life, unaffected by outward circumstances. My goal is simply this, is to equip you with mighty mustard seed faith in Jesus Christ alone. Amen. Amen. Because we know this world is ghetto, right? (laughs) This world is ghetto. And let me tell you, if your faith is not in Jesus Christ alone, honey, you are sadly mistaken and are in for a surprise. Baby, you in for a surprise. You are. (laughs) You are. How are you? How are you doing today? Take a moment and just ask yourself, how are you doing? Sis, can I tell you that I've had better days Excuse me. And yesterday I received a phone call that not only tested my faith, but it made my heart so heavy. Listen, yesterday, your sis heart was heavy, beyond heavy to the point that all I could do was pray, cry, pray and cry some more. Have you ever been there? Have you ever been there? And let me tell you, child, when I came home from dialysis yesterday, I lied down and was just talking to God and praying and crying more, right? And God just told me to lie down and rest, and I did, spiritually and physically. I laid down and took a nap. And can I tell you that upon waking up, like the devil was just at me, even speaking to me, even with his heaviness on my heart, he was speaking to me to eat things that I haven't eaten since February. Like I had to get up and just pray and say, Lord, help me right now. I'm weak because you know, sometimes I don't know about you, but I know me. Sometimes when you're going through situations, it's like you want this comfort from food and things in the earth that it, it, that it cannot give you comfort, but you're craving that comfort. That's how I felt. Like, yo, I have not had no 10-piece wet lemon pepper wings since February. And I promise you, that was the first thought. The first thought that was on my mind upon waking up was, girl, go get you a wet lemon pepper 10-piece. Listen, I don't even eat meat anymore, okay? So that was the thought. It just I know it was the devil. I know it was the devil because, one, it would not have been good for my temple. And, two, it would not have changed the scenario, the situation that I'm enduring right now. So, sis, I just want to encourage you today, remind you that you need to have a squad around you. You need to have a squad around you because upon waking up, the spirit of God started to speak to me and shut the mouth of the enemy as he spoke to me. And when I got up, he gave me the mind to call one of my sweet, beautiful friends and sisters in Christ that is just, oh my goodness, a true woman of God and just such a blessing to me right now in this season in my life. But he told me to call her. And when I called her, she was in dialysis and um, we ended up going out to eat together, the fellowship, and I can express to her my heart and the things that um, God is not only showing me and revealing to me and the things that occurred in my life on yesterday that caused me to have a heavy heart. And let me tell you, after talking to her, 
And after talking to many beautiful sisters in Christ that I have, I received the strength that I needed to keep fighting in the spirit. Because I'm going to tell you this, in case you didn't know, there are times in your life where things will hit you abruptly. Things that you never knew were were, going to occur in your life. Things that will come and try to knock you off of your foundation. When these things arise, trust me, it can be hard. And if you don't have people in your circle, if you don't have women of Christ in your circle to lift you up when you're down, boo, I don't know what to tell you. Honey, I don't know what to tell you, okay? I don't know what to tell you. You better fix it. You need women of God. You need sisters in Christ who will not only give you strength in the midst of your storm, but who will give you truth in the midst of your storm. Because guess what? The enemy always going to, he's going to speak lies to you. He's going to speak things to you that seem right, sound right, feel right, but it ain't right, okay? Hmm. Bad grammar, good theology. Your foundation should be on the Lord and on the Lord alone. And when I tell you, child, yesterday was a day for me. Like I said, that phone call not only um, saddened and hurt me, but it, it, it reminded me that I have to continue to fight for my loved ones in the spirit. Because the truth is this, many of your loved ones, many of the people around you, they aren't even strong enough to fight for themselves. But God is giving you supernatural endurance and strength to do just that, right? To intercede on their behalf and to do just that. And I know the world and people around you may tell you that blood is thicker than world water, but the devil is a liar. Blood don't matter when you're connected in the spirit. And yesterday, this week, I've seen firsthand and I thank God and I thank God for each and every one of you who have not only uplifted me in the spirit, who have sent me songs, who have sent me text messages, who have sent me voice notes and such, and who have been praying for me and will continue to pray for me. I thank you. And I pray over you all right now, each and every one of you who've done that for me. I pray for you right now. Oh, God, thank you for my sister's beautiful heart. I pray for each and every every one of you right now that the Lord blesses you and that he keeps you. I pray in the name of Jesus that the Lord make his face shine upon you and that he is gracious to you. I pray in the name of Jesus that the Lord turns his face toward you and give you peace. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. So, girl, as I'm telling you, this week has been a week for me. I have been in a multi, listen, multiple storms at once. And like I said to you, honey, the enemy has told me to eat things that I no longer eat. But guess what? I started to swing my sword. It is written. I am a new creature in Christ in the name of Jesus. And guess what, too? Oh, let me share this with you while I'm thinking about it. So God, listen, when he lifted me up, honey, and I got that strength to fight, I decided, okay, God, I'm going on a fast. And me and one of my sisters in Christ were fasting together today. Today, as you and I speak, as you listen to this podcast, I am fasting. And let me tell you something. Midnight, we got up. I took me a little nap around now and I got up at midnight. Listen, we prayed, we worshiped, and we interceded for over an hour and sat in God's presence and started our fast at midnight. And can you believe (laughs) after I got finished praying and worshiping, the devil didn't take long before he started to tell me, guess what his dusty butt said? Child, that old dirty devil said, Mika, go downstairs and get you some of them pickles. You know, you bought them pickles the other day. You hadn't tried them yet. Go try them. 
I said, Dustin Devil, find you somebody to play with. It is written, I am a new creature in Christ. I am fasting today. Do you know that man does not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God? How you doing? Honey, I've been swinging my sword, (laughs) listen, every single day. But listen, I didn't play today. At midnight, I started swinging at midnight, and I will not stop. Look, I'm like Diddy. Can't stop, won't stop, okay? And girl, if I'm being honest, I implore you to do the same. Despite whatever it is you're going through today, you better get up and swing your sword. You know who your God is. And I came to encourage you in the midst of your storm. I came to encourage you in the midst of my storm because I'm not only speaking to you, but I'm speaking to me as well. I am speaking to Mika as well. Have you forgotten that the Lord who brought you out before, have you forgotten that the Lord that brought your family out before is the same today, yesterday, and forever? He will do it again. He will do it again. Child, don't you dare fret. God wants you to know today, sis, these three lies that the enemy is speaking to you in the midst of your storm. And he wants you to remind you to fight, to keep fighting, to keep fighting. The joy of the Lord is your strength. Keep your eyes on him and not the storm that's raging around you. And your circumstances don't get to lie to you. Your circumstances do not get to make you believe that God ain't in that boat with you. Period. Call on Mr. Jesus. I dare you call on Mr. Jesus and watch him calm the waves in your life. He's doing it for me because when I tell you yesterday, I listen, my heart, I don't even have the words to describe how I felt. Okay. All I can do is pray and cry and pray and cry. Okay, that's all I can do. But God gave me strength in the midst of that storm. Because why? I turned my eyes to Jesus. I refused to look at the waves and wind that was speaking to me. I refused to look at that circumstance and that and, and that phone call that I received that caused me to have a heavy heart. It doesn't negate the fact that I felt those feelings. However, I chose in that moment to turn my eyes to Jesus. And when I did, he gave me peace. He's given me peace that surpasses all understanding he'll do the same for you because i woke up when i tell you today refreshed a a, a renewed mind in the sense of i know that whatever god allows there's a greater purpose you know we've been in chapter four of mark when jesus calms the storm and we know that jesus told the disciples let's go from the shore to the sea, to the shore again, right? He told the disciples, let's get in the boat and go to the other side. So that's what we're going to start off today. And just, you know, I just want to reiterate that to you to remind you of this. If you haven't, make sure you go ahead and read Mark chapter four and give me a second. Go and grab your Bible, child. You know, we read, we read our Bibles around here. So go and grab your Bible because we read our what? Our Bibles around here. And let me check and see. So Mark chapter four, verses 35 through 41. Study and meditate on that this week. And like I said, that was a story about Jesus calming the storm. He told the disciples, yo, let's get in the boat. Let's go to the other side. When they were on the way to the other side, it was evening time. A storm arose. And guess what? God knows what he's doing in your life. 
He knows if he tells you y'all gonna get to the other side, guess what, baby? He cannot lie. He is not a man. He cannot lie. You will get to the other side. Now, these disciples in the midst of the storm were so afraid of the winds and waves that were crashing and the water that was coming into the boat that they woke Jesus from a majestic nap. Jesus was sleeping on the pillow. They said, yo, Mr. Jesus, get up. Do you not care that we perish? Okay, guess what? God is in that boat with you. He knew you were going to be in that situation before you even knew you were going to be in that situation. I suggest in the midst of your storm, you keep your your faith in Christ and Christ alone and not the winds and waves crashing against you. Uh, these disciples experienced God. They experienced his miracles. They saw it firsthand. This is the same Jesus in chapter three of Mark. Okay. In chapter three, where he healed the shriveled up hand of a man whose hand was deformed. He restored his hand. These disciples saw this, right? But yet in the storm, they cried out to God, Lord, Lord, do you not care that we are going to die? Wake up from your majestic nap. How dare you sleep after you've been healing all of these people, after you've been teaching all of this good word off after you've been sharing all of this good bread of God how dare you sit on a pillow and take a nap while these storms are raging around us have you ever felt like that because <clears throat> your sis has I don't know about you but your sis has and Mark chapter four is not a just about, it's not just about a, a story of these disciples and Jesus being asleep on a boat, but sis, truth be told, this is a story about a journey of discovery. And the Holy Spirit gave to me and spoke to me that the disciples were on a discovery journey. Okay. Let me repeat that again for the people in the back. The disciples were on a journey of discovery. Sis, you are on a journey of discovery. I am on a journey of discovery. We're on a journey. Give yourself grace on this journey. We're on a journey of us discovering who God truly is. And we're also on a journey of seeing God in a new light. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And I want to remind you of this today. I told you before in our last podcast, part one of this episode, Storms Be Storming. That just because you are in the will of God, don't mean that you ain't going to face storms. Bad grammar, good theology. God never promised you an easy life. He never promised you a day of sunshine and rainbows and butterflies every single day. But he did promise you. He did promise me that he would never leave us nor forsake us. Jesus did not leave the disciples in the boat. He got in the boat with them when he told them, let's get in the boat and go to the other side. He knew the storm was going to arise. He did, and he planned on delivering them prior to them even getting in the boat, and you are no different. I'm no different, sis, so fret not, take heart. The Lord of Lord, the King of Kings is with us. And I feel led to tell you this right now. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, God. Sis. God ain't going to deliver you from that storm just because you asked. (laughs) Listen, he ain't going to deliver you from that storm just because you asked. The reason why he's going to deliver you from that storm is so that he gets the glory. 
Don't you ever forget it. Don't you ever forget it. And just like I told you earlier how the devil has been speaking lies to me in the midst of this storm, this new storm that arose in my life on yesterday. God wants you to defeat the devil with his word and with his truth. So there's three lies that God wants you to be aware of. There's three lies that God do not want you to believe in the midst of your storm. These are lies that the enemy and the father of lies are speaking. The devil, Satan with his dusty, ugly, dirty self. Lie number one, you're alone. The truth of the matter is you are not alone. Jesus is in the boat with you while the waves and winds are crashing against you. He's with you. And if don't nobody else understand what you're going through, sis, God knows you better believe that. Honey, you can take that check, write it, cash it, and it ain't going to bounce. He knows what you're going through. I don't care. You can tell a million people right now what you're going through. They will never know to the full magnitude and extent of what you are experiencing because they are not the creator of heaven and earth. Only he knows. And nobody understands what you're going through like him. So don't believe the lies that the enemy is speaking to you that says you're alone. God don't care about you. He wouldn't allow you to go through this storm if he did. The devil is a lie and his feet stink. You ain't alone. We know through God's word, just like he was in that boat with the disciples in Matthew 4, he is in that boat with you right now. Rest in the midst of your storm. Be like Jesus and speak to that storm. Peace be still. You're made in God's image. So use the word and fight and swing your sword. You ain't alone. And I know there's times in my life where I felt alone, but now even with this situation that just arose yesterday, that, that devastating phone call that I got, let me tell you, I knew I wasn't alone. (laughs) I knew where my help was. And when I dusted my feet, I got up off of my feet, dusted myself off and stopped crying. I started swinging my sword, right? I started crying out to my God because I know he's the same One who pulled me up out of that miry pit before and yesterday, he can do it again. He ain't doing it just for me. He's doing it for my family too. So when my family are in situations where they are in distress, where the enemy is at them like a flood, guess what? It affects me, but guess what? I'm going to fight and swing my sword. Sis, you do the same. You ain't alone. And as we go to the word and we look, let's go there now. Give me a second. Let me get there. Child, I need to stop playing to get my darn glasses. (laughs) Lord, help me, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you for the gift of laughter in the midst of the storm, Lord. I will be glad and rejoice. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So it says here, Mark 4, verse 35, that day when evening came, he said to the disciples, let us go over to the other side, leaving the crowd behind. He took him, he took, oh Lord, help you, Lord, help you, sister. Uh, Help me, help me, Jesus, (laughs) help you, sister. Verse 36 says, leaving the crowd behind, they, they took him along just as he was in the boat. There were also other boats with him. 
Now, this is where I want to pause right here. There were other boats with them. When these, when God, when Jesus and the disciples got into the boat, there were other boats behind him, right? So I know, listen, they were all in a storm together. I know for the disciples, it may have felt like they were alone, but the truth is the devil is a liar. They were not alone. There were other boats with them in the same situation. So I want to remind you today that there are other boats that are behind you. that are following you and experiencing the same thing, if not more of what you are experiencing. Be aware of how you react in the midst of the storm or storms. Because sometimes there could be multiple storms. Like I told you, I'm in multiple storms right now. Because guess what? You have to be aware of how you react in the midst of these storms because you never know who is watching. And did you know that how you react in the storm reveals a lot about who you truly believe God is? Sis, who do you believe Jesus is? Take a moment and ponder on that. Who do you believe Jesus is Because you ain't alone. He dealt right with you. Thank God for that, right? Amen. Amen. The number two lie that God does not want you to believe from Satan is this, that God does not care. He cares. He sees. (laughs) And he knows. These are the same disciples that saw Jesus perform miracle after miracle And yet they questioned him and asked him, how could he be asleep in the midst of their turmoil? And remember last week, I told you they were not just in one storm. They were in multiple storms, right? Multiple storms at the same time. They were in a physical storm, meaning their circumstances around them, the winds, the rain, the waves. The water coming in the boat, they could not control it. They're, they had an emotional storm. They were all over the place, right? They had just saw God and all the things that he performed. And yet and still, they woke Jesus up screaming, Lord, Lord Jesus, why don't you care that we're going to die? And they were also in a spiritual storm because their emotions were not only all over the place and their circumstances was not only out of their control, but they questioned what they believed to be true. They saw the miracles that Jesus performed and yet and still they questioned him. They did. (laughs) They did. Honey, these waves and winds and water. Listen, I know they've been raging for months, for weeks, for decades, for years, for many of us. But guess what? It ain't going to kill you. It ain't going to kill you. God is in the boat with you. You're going to get to the other side. Don't you be afraid and don't you dare worry or doubt for a second that he's not with you because he is. You ain't alone. And God does care. All of your tears, all of my tears, God bottles them up. Thus says the Lord via his word. The number three lie that God does not want you to listen to or believe from Satan is this. Is that God ain't who he says he is. (laughs) God cannot lie. You know this. Who he says he is, he is. 
He is more real than what you see out of your eyes. Do you understand me? God is who he always reveals to us via his word and in our lives who he says he is. And the crazy thing is the devil try to get you to believe that God ain't who he says he is because it feels like you're alone. Because we know that's a lie. You are, you are not alone. And when these disciples were in this boat, they referenced Jesus, the same man who in chapter 3 of Mark healed and restored a man's shriveled up hand. Listen, just think about that. Try to sound like an old Marvel movie, some comic book, right? <laughs> but it's Jesus. And truth be told, these comic books and movies, these old superhero movies, they get all of this from the Bible. God is the ultimate superhero because he bought that life, okay? He is. So in Mark chapter three, we see Jesus heal a man of a shriveled up hand on the Sabbath at that. So he's showing up about that life. Okay. <laughs> he was going against the religion. Showing up about that life. And yet and still, guess what? The disciples re- reference Jesus as teacher, as master. They reference him as teacher, as master. Yet and still, they did not act as if he was their master are you acting as if god is your master are you acting sis as if god can deliver you or are you acting as if there's nothing he can do for you because as we know it is impossible to please god without faith you can't come to him without faith you cannot your faith cannot waver to and fro like chaff in the wind it cannot In that moment, they put God in a box. But I want to remind you, sis, you better not limit God. You better not put him in a box. Speak to your storm today. It is written, peace be still in the name of Jesus. Don't be afraid to wake God. Don't be afraid to wake Jesus and ask him to speak to your circumstances because he will. He will. And I know your circumstances are causing you to sometimes want to panic or to feel suffering beyond belief, beyond measure. But I am here to tell you to wake Jesus up because he is the only one who will. Jesus is the only one who can stop the circumstances who are the circumstances that's trying to take you up out of here. If you could do it, it would already be done by now. If you could stop the waves from crashing, the water from coming into your boat and your life, you would have done it by now. If your family, if your coworkers, if sex, if shopping, if, 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 if doing things outside of the will of God could do it for you, it would have been done by now. You better wake the Lord up to fight for you. You better wake the Lord up to fight for you when you have no control of your outside circumstance. Cause I know I am. Huh? I know I am. And this storm that God has allowed in your life, this storm that the Lord has allowed to roll up in your life is a faith storm. It's a testing on your faith. (laughs) It is. 
I know, listen, you ain't gonna get this truth from everyone, honey. This is the spirit of the true and living God speaking to you today, sis. Faith is a bridge on one side. You're in a place where no one can help you and you're trying to get from that place where no one can help you to safety. Bridge is must be crossed. Let me repeat that again. Bridges must be crossed. Faith is a bridge. Unbelief will keep you from walking across that bridge. Unbelief is so powerful that it will stop God's work in your life. And I know a lot of these pastors give your neighbor high five. This is my year. Oh, glory, glory, glory. My time is now. Guess what? Your time ain't now if you ain't doing the work. As I'm always harping and telling you, do what you can do. God is going to do what you can't do. You have to have the faith of a mustard seed and walk out on faith and not by sight, even in the midst of your storm. And I want to prophetically speak to you today. You will cross into your promised land. If you hearken unto the voice of God speaking to you today to walk by faith and not by sight, cross over to the other side. Those with ears, those with ears to hear will hear. Thus says the Lord. You can't walk with God and walk with the devil. You can't hold God's unchanging hand and hold the devil's changing hand. You can't do that. A double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. Those are God's words, not Mika's, okay? A double-minded man is unstable in all of his ways. So if you find yourself being double-minded, you're unstable. Your stability should come from the word of God and what he says and what he says alone. Your faith should come from the word of God and what he says and what he says alone. God don't want you to deny that you're in a storm. God does not want you to deny, sis, that you are in a storm. Because the reality is this. That storm ain't sunshine and rainbows, right? (laughs) Right. But even in the midst of you being in that storm, God is with you. And his will is never for your circumstances to rule and reign over you, but instead you rule and reign over it. Why? Because you're made in his image. God does not want that storm raging around you. God does not want that depression. God does not want that food addiction, that sex addiction. God does not want that loneliness. God does not want that depression. God does not want your finances to rule and reign over you. He does not want these things as bad as they may be to trump his presence in your life. He ain't going to let you die in that storm. He's right on the boat with you. I'm here to encourage you with that today. He's right on the boat with you. Don't let these circumstances cause you to forget what God has spoken to you. Don't let these circumstances cause you to forget 
everything that God has brought you from in the past. Take a moment and look over your life. Do an inventory over your life and see all the times when you knew nobody can help you about it and, and of it. And God did. <laughs> and he did. You knew your back was against the wall and you didn't know how you were going to get out of it. But when you look over your life, you say, my God, my God. I see your hand. I don't know how I did it, but I thank you for it. It was you. It was not me. Thank you, Jesus. That's because he was in the storm with you. He was in the boat with you. He delivered you. He got you from one side to the other, and he's going to continue to do that in your life. So don't you deny that you're in a storm. Don't you deny it. But even though you're not denying it, you're not focused on it. You're keeping your eyes on the presence who created everything in the earth, above the earth, and even under the earth. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Don't be like these disciples. We ain't going to talk about them too bad, honey, because we didn't have our moments. Mika can tell you some things. <laughs> Their circumstances caused them, caused them to forget what God said. Their circumstances caused them to forget who God was. Let that not be you. Because I won't let it be me. No, ma'am. That's not going to be us. That is not our portion in Jesus' name. Jesus said, let us get in the boat and go to the other side. God did not say, get in the boat so that you may perish. When Jesus spoke to that circumstance, the circumstance changed. He spoke to the wind and he spoke to the sea. He told the wind to settle down. Hmm, Hallelujah. Jesus told that sea to hush up, child. Hush up, child. And it did. God is speaking to your circumstances now as you listen to this podcast. You have to believe in the spirit that your circumstance, your circumstances have already changed. Have faith in the one who is faithful. Hebrews 11, one declares faith shows the reality of what we hope for. It is the evidence of things we cannot see. I know you can't see it right now in the midst of that storm. I know you can't see it right now with that rain just blaring and coming down all around you. I know. I know, but walk by faith and not by sight. Stand on Hebrews 11, one this week. Another version says now faith is the substance of things hoped for the evidence of things not seen. Thank you. Holy spirit. God wants me to repeat this to you again. Thank you, Lord. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for the evidence of things not seen seen sis god wants you right now to have now faith n o w faith now faith is the substance of things hoped for the evidence of things not seen if you don't have faith you won't see what it is that you can't see hallelujah god can and will fix what you're going through You keep the faith despite what you see. Keep the faith and have faith that God can and will has a plan for you to prosper you, to give you a future and hope. And above all, sis, don't be afraid. Whatever God speaks to it matter. It has to listen. Ain't no ifs, 
ands, or buts about it. And you remember the word in verse 41, the Bible says that they were terrified and they asked each other, who is this? Even the wind and the waves obey him. Don't be scared of the wrong thing. Don't be more afraid of your circumstances than you are of the God who has power to kill both the body and spirit. Do you understand me? Your circumstances ain't going to kill you. And if you know who you're dealing with, you you ain't got to be worried. It's more important for you to live by faith. It's more important for you to wake Jesus up. It's more important for you to declare God's word over your circumstances, over your family, over your loved ones, over your friends, over your ministry, over your businesses, over your work environment. It's more important for you to do that. So walk by faith and not by fear, boo. And before we leave today, the Holy Spirit a few weeks ago highlighted to me as I was studying this scripture. I've been in this scripture for weeks and I love it. It's one of my favorites. But Holy Spirit, he told me that the boat represents security. And I said, wow, God, what do you mean? What do you mean? They were on the water. The water is not predictable, right? At times it can be comfortable. You're going up and down on the waves. And at times those same waves can cause you to be uncomfortable. And what he spoke to me is this. What God gave me and spoke to me and fed my spirit with is this. Though the boat represents security, sometimes your security, the things that you think are secure, is threatened by outside circumstances beyond your control. Hallelujah. What God wants you to know is this, sis. As long as you have the one who made the boat, as long as you have the one who made the water, as long as you have the one who made the wind with you, don't panic, but rest in the storm. Hallelujah. And this final thing God wants to speak to you today through me is this. Is that these disciples saw God through the eyes of many people who were healed by Jesus. God is speaking to you today that he loves you enough, just like these disciples to allow the storm in your life so that you could experience his power, his glory, his presence for yourself. God wants you to know today, sis, how could you go out and teach? How could you go out and encourage? How could you go out and talk to? How could you go out and preach? How could you go out and motivate those about a power that you've never experienced? How could you tell these people about a God that you've never experienced? How? What they do that at? How? How? How could you preach, teach, and witness to others about an invisible God that you've never had the pleasure of seeing in person yet? How could you witness to them? How? If you've never been in a storm, if you've never had a trial, if you've never had a testing, how? God is allowing that storm so that you have a life-changing encounter with him, not just for you, but for the people that you are called to serve. There's purpose in your storm. 
God needed you where you are right now. He needed you to be in a situation where your back is against the wall and no one or nothing could save or help you but God. You ain't going to die in that storm. And you ain't alone. You ain't alone in that storm, sis. You ain't alone. Don't be alarmed. You ain't alone in that storm. God is using that storm to prepare you just like he used that storm to prepare the disciples for their purpose. God is using that storm to prepare you for your purpose. You can't preach the gospel. You can't preach all of what God has done for you if you ain't never been through nothing. God wants you right now in this hour, in this season to experience his power up close and personal and it's not going to be comfortable. At times it may feel unpredictable. But God is with you. You ain't gonna die. Your dilemma is not your destiny. I speak to you prophetically right now. You will get to the other side in Jesus' name. God let you get sick so that He could heal you. Hallelujah. God let you get broke. So that he can put money in your pocketbook. How you doing? God let them leave you. God let them reject you. So that he can bring those who will love and ride or die for you. Your divine relationships. Your divine connections. Your destiny helpers. He allowed it because there's a greater purpose. Boo, I pray over you that your week is blessed. I pray in Jesus' name. If this podcast blessed you, make sure you send it out to three friends and a foe if you bought that life. And I thank you in advance for leaving me a review on Spotify. I thank you in advance for sharing. I thank you in advance for commenting on my post, whether it be on YouTube or Instagram. Make sure you follow your girl under the same name. All one word, my mustard seed faith and you can find me on youtube spotify and all those good places boo i thank god for you and i just pray of you today that in the midst of your storm you keep your eyes on the one who is faithful your eyes on the true and living king of kings the king of glories he ain't gonna let you fall you ain't gonna fall you ain't gonna fall so boo you have a blessed day you keep your eyes on the lord who made the waves and the wind and not the waves themselves okay All right, boo. I love you. I pray God's blessings over you. You have a blessed day. And guess what? I'll catch you in the next episode next week. God willing. Have a good one, boo.